You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, sponsored by Natural Stacks. If you're into biohacking, performance, or getting more out of life, this is the show for you. For more on building optimal performance, check out OptimalPerformance.com. You were looking for a way to change your life. You got it. I kind of think in some ways, selfishly, that it should remain a secret because it is such an advantage that I kind of want to keep to myself. Natural Stacks. Natural Stacks. Shout out to the guys over at Natural Stacks. Start optimizing your mental and physical performance. Optimize yourself. All right. Happy Thursday, all you optimal performers. Welcome to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Muncy, and today I want to welcome in a very special guest, Dr. Jennifer Gu. Uh, Dr. Gu, thanks for hanging out with us. Hello. Hi, Ryan. Hello, everyone. Good <laughs> so, morning. Good morning. Yeah. So, so for everybody um, listening, Dr. Gu is uh, the Vice President of Research and Development for a company called AIDP. Um, this is the company that uh, sources and manufactures the MagTeen that we use in our MagTech products. So uh, we recently published some uh, some studies. We didn't publish them. We, we shared these studies that have been published recently um, showing some of their work and some of the benefits of magnesium 3 and 8 and, and specifically MagTeen. So we're going to talk a lot about the mechanisms of action there and, and let Dr. Gu tell us um, what's going on, what the benefits are, and, and some of the um, potential uses in the future for this. Uh, before we really dive in, a couple of housekeeping notes. Uh, as always, go to OptimalPerformance.com to see the video version of this, as well as get the show notes, um, any links and resources to the stuff that we talk about today. Uh, Dr. Gu has already mentioned that she has some really cool slides and visuals uh, that will accompany some of the information she shares. So we will either build that into the video or we'll have that for you guys on the blog post. Um, of course, make sure you head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, let us know how much you enjoy the show. And with that, let's dive in. Dr. Goot, tell us what AIDP is all about. What do you guys do? Oh, uh, thanks, Ryan, for having me. Okay. Uh, AIDP is a uh, leading uh, supplier of neutral ingredient, uh, nutritional ingredients. Uh, the company was established in 1996, so we're celebrating 20 years in the industry. Okay. Uh, 20 years tells a lot about the, the quality of the company. So we, uh, we actually are, um, we have to say we're pretty the experts on uh, the ingredients of all the nutritional uh, products and how, how they do, uh, what, which one is good and what the science behind them. And uh, especially in the last 10 years, we have developed uh, dozens of research-based uh, proprietary ingredients. And MACTEEN is one of the uh, most uh, interesting and also most successful ingredients we have uh, developed over the last 10 years. And that's one of the things that we really uh, appreciate about you guys is, you know, for our listeners and people who follow us, they know that we operate with 100% transparency. We're, we're open source. We like natural ingredients. We like things that are um, 
rooted and founded in science, proven by science, and we like to share and discuss the science of everything that we do. So uh, this is going to be really cool for, for us and for our listeners. So you mentioned MAGTEEN being one of the things that has, has been very successful for you guys. Can you talk to us about um, maybe why you guys uh, started looking for uh, what eventually became MAGTEEN and how did it come to be? Yes, uh, MACTEEN actually is uh, the uh, very interesting ingredient. It was developed uh, uh, 20 years ago, uh, from started 20 years ago uh, from a group of uh, scientists. Actually, the primary investigator uh, started uh, at, uh, uh, in, in early 1990s, late 1980s, early 1990s. Uh, at when he was doing his PhD at UCLA, Department of Neuroscience. So during those times, the goal for the research group is to develop ingredients that can lead to new drugs for treating neuron degenerative disease like Alzheimer's, all these that has major impact in our life. So that was the main goal. So after a, so the, the research started as a typical drug screening kind of research. It started at a cell culture to look at all the ingredients that actually can activate the neuron cells to lead to the signal connectivity. And mectin was accidentally discovered. In fact, mectin is a natural ingredient, is naturally present in our body. And so that actually was first discovered at cell culture and then was all dis, uh, tested in animals and then recently in the humans. So it was a very unique ingredient that um, discovered through this kind of pathways and uh, was demonstrated in cell culture, in animal studies, in humans to be really effective and to have demonstrated safety, the mechanisms, and it's become a very uh, important and successful ingredient for our industry. Now, you mentioned that it, it's something that occurs naturally. What are some natural sources of it, or, or how does it get in our body other than in supplement form? Okay. So, uh, actually, uh, mactine, uh, it's a uh, it's, it's a magnesium product, okay, and it's magnesium because of the unique ligand. This ligand is a vitamin C metabolite, major, major vitamin C metabolite. So we take a lot of ingredients with vitamin C, okay, in our body. So we naturally have this ligand in our body, and we have the magnesium in our body. So these two ingredients, and it's already present in our body. Okay. So that's how, yeah, how it is, um, yeah. Okay. Present. Now, and we've talked to to our listeners and our followers on the blog already about how magtine, specifically magnesium L three and eight, is the only form of magnesium that can cross the blood brain barrier. What's special about magtine that allows it to do that? Okay. So, uh, what the research have found out, the ligand three L eight, okay, can promote the magnesium. Uh, across the blood-brain barrier to the body. So this is actually very interesting. Uh, you probably noticed that a lot of the uh, the uh, the anti-constipation product on the over the counter has magnesium mm -hmm. in it. Okay. So the most most of the times you take magnesium compounds and they do not get absorbed, and that is what. It, that is the, the mechanism it uses to have the uh, anti-constipation effect. 
Okay, but mactin is different. Mactin has been shown to be very effective to be absorbed into the intestines, so you do not have these diarrhea problems. Okay,、yeah. and then most uniquely is that it can cross the blood-brain barrier. Okay, so、uh, in the animal studies, okay, we have compared in the first publication in neurons,、uh, we have compared the mactin with the most bioavailable organic magnesium and inorganic magnesium. Okay, only mactin are able to cross the blood-brain barrier to raise the brain magnesium levels effectively. And then to have all these、uh, benefits, okay. Give you example. When people have、uh, involved in accident in a brain trauma, they bring to the hospitals. In those cases, and the、uh, the emergency room will give you a IV injection of magnesium sulfate. In these cases, your blood magnesium level will increase about three hundred percent, but your brain magnesium level only increase about fifteen percent, and that is under IV. Okay, talking about just、uh, taking a supplement, you would have minimum、um, magnesium to the brain, and that's why people have not noticed anything while taking all the magnesium compounds until mactin. So when you take mactin, even though we only deliver about one third of the RDA daily allowed magnesium, and you can feel it for most people, you can feel it、uh, to the brain, and also. The unpublished data indicated that threonate has a ten times for ten、uh, times concentration in our human's brain compared to other side of the body. So, which indicates that mechanistically, threonate can、uh, bring mactin magnesium to the brain effectively. That's awesome, and and some of the other results from your studies show that it's able to increase synapse density. Yes,、um, in the first publication on this product, it was discovered in.、Uh, it was published in 2010 in Neuron. We know Neuron is the most uh, uh, prestigious neurological journals. Okay, so that when that was published, it was published from MIT with a Nobel Prize winner、uh, as the co-author. So when it was published,、uh, it showed demonstrated. Okay, demonstrated the mactin was the only magnesium effectively raised the brain magnesium levels, and also it demonstrated at the cellular level how mactin can increase the neuron connectivity, the plasticity, and then later on at the behavioral level how that correlated. With the、uh, memory change in terms of short-term memory, long-term memory in the、uh, young animals, older animals, middle-aged animals, and in、uh, also the spatial memory uh, and uh, cognitive functions. So yeah, that was well demonstrated. Yeah, and that was really cool. That was something that we we shared that, and and we actually wrote a blog post talking about that. And and I think one of the coolest things for us was that that it shows the ability to demonstrate. Um, lowering brain age by nine years. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yes. Um. Uh, uh. That. Yes. That's very very exciting. So. Uh. The uniqueness about mactin is that it is well supported by science. It was done through the traditional, you know, drug searching pathway. So when 
the, it's not like you just take a compound and you find out what it do. So what happened is that it first started as a screening pathway and find out this, identify this compound as the most bring a bring available, bioavailable right. compound. Right. And then it studied in animal models for the mechanisms of action at the cellular level, signaling level, uh, histology level, behavioral level. And then at the end, recently, it was uh, researched in the human uh, human clinicals. Right. So in the most uh, research uh, recently uh, published human clinicals, what have been demonstrated that mactin is not just improving the memory, it's improving the overall brain functions. And if we're using the uh, trail making test and we're using the published data to look about what so-called called brain age, Okay, mm-hmm. when the the participants the when they before they take the mactin, their real biological age uh, is about fifty seven average. Okay, but their brain age at the time was about uh, sixty uh, sixty nine, uh, and that is expected because these individuals they are normal individuals, but they are complaining they have some memory deficient, they have some uh, anxiety issues. So a lot of them are have some kind of something called, you know, have some problems in memory. So their brain age is older than their real age. Okay. But after three months of taking this product, it shifted their brain age by this test to 60. So that's about nine years of reversal based on the scientific measurements. And that is very close to the actual age, which is 57. So that is really astonishing. And we yeah. were so, you know, in, uh, we were impressed. We, we knew the function already. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm taking it myself, so I know how good it works. <laughs> yeah. But kind of see it in a scientific way yeah. is yeah. really nice yeah. to be documented. Oh, I mean, that's huge. It's, I mean, you're, you're able to reverse aging. Um, so my question regarding that is, what do you guys know or, or what, what do we know about those effects in people who don't have, um, are not complaining about memory loss or, or you know, their, their brain age is not older than their biological age? Um, well, I, I think most of people, right, uh, we have variations of how people perform. Uh, some people are, you know, very good at at the brain power and other people are less, right? But we are not comparing one person versus the other. We're comparing the person versus when he was at the peak age, okay? Which when he was young, everything was normal. Uh, and when, so any majority of the people and when they actually are at the older age, about like my age 50 uh, and the later, they would have a significant decrease in their brain power. Okay. Not necessarily they are in a, in a problem stage, not necessarily they are diagnosed with, uh, with Alzheimer's, with anything. Okay. Just like majority of the participants, they're not diagnosed with any problems. And those people, when they are actually, you know, at those older age, they have decrease of the brain power. So when Mactin will be able to restore their brain power to their optimum level. So that is the rule of Mactin does. Okay. So if for the very few people, in fact, in the human clinicals, we have about 80% of response rate. Okay. Which means that 20% of them do not respond. 
So nothing will be a hundred percent responding. Right. You know that's what it is. But eighty percent is a great number already、right. for the people to be able to respond, and that is demonstrated about the repeat order rate. Uh, we have seen for people who are taking metin because they feel the differences.、Uh, for example, for myself, I consider myself a normal person,、right. but I have tremendous、uh, response to metin when I take it. Okay, it increased my working efficiency, increased my working power, not necessarily memory, because it's hard to, for normal people to、um, to to read the memory. Okay, unless you know maybe ten years later I will be able to read my memory more clearly. But now, to me, it's not necessary. Memory is the, the ability to focus, ability to work、uh, efficiently, I and ability to have a relaxed mood. All these are the things I felt, and、uh, for people who do not have a significant, you know, memory deficiency. Okay. Now, are there compounding effects? Meaning, the longer we take it, the more enhancement we get. Ah,、uh, not necessarily a compounding effect.、Mm-hmm. I would like to put it this way. So, when you look at the human clinicals, okay, the effect of macting improves about. You know, for different people are different. So let's say about one month, two weeks to one month. Okay, and then for most people it peaks. Some people can go longer. Some people are shorter. But average about a,、uh, about a month it peaks. Okay, and then it kind of plateaus. Okay. And so the idea is that you bring back to your optimum level and you stay there. But interesting is that in the animal study we have done a very interesting experiment. Is that we feed the animals, it goes about two weeks to peak and then stays there. And when we discontinue the use of macting, the behavior goes back. It takes about two weeks to goes back. To its background levels, and then if you're giving them macting again, it goes back again, which tells us that our body have a way of of maintaining these levels.、Mm-hmm. Okay, so you we need to supplement it to maintain at the optimum level to be effective. If we stop using it, it's going to disappear.、Right. And because we're supplementing very little amount, we're only giving people one third of the daily allowed magnesium levels. Right. Yeah. So it needs to be supplemented to have the benefits constantly. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that's the second time now that that it's one third of the RDA because we've had people ask that question. You know, when they look at our label, why is there less in here than what I'm used to seeing? And and we explain that, but I think you do a much better job of communicating that than we do. <laughs> it just、uh, that you know we、uh, as a scientist we always strive to deliver. The smallest amount, actually, Dr. Liu, the primary investigator from MIT, and we talked about it. So one of the goal is to deliver as little as possible because we're giving the nutrition to people daily use. We want to be as safe as possible, so we want to give as little as possible, as long as effective. So that's why it's a、uh, small amount. Okay. Um, now let's go back to when we're talking about being able to restore executive function.、Um, if if you're able to fix this or or reverse it, restore it, does that mean that you guys have been able to glean some insight on、um, why people are experiencing the decline in cognitive or, or executive function? 
Yes, we actually have a uh, very nice slide that them showing how the uh, uh, the neuron degenerative disease occurs. Okay, so what happens? I will give you a brief description uh, of that mechanism. So what happens that our neuron cells, when we're young, they're very vibrant. They have a in molecular level, they have a lot of receptors on the cell surface. So when we receive signals, it's a great response. Okay. Then over the time, what happens is that some of these vibrant green cells will become gray cells. Okay. Gray cells means that they're quiescent. They have downregulated the receptors. So they're sitting there, they're not responding. Okay, and then over the time, these free cells will be, if you continue, you know, grow a, a, aging and continue to be activated, they will actually go to apoptosis, they become to die. Okay, so all of these neuron degenerative drugs, they're acetylcholine uh, neurotransmitters, right? So they can only activate the cells when they're vibrant, they have receptors, they can only respond when there is uh, healthy cells there. But when they become gray cells, they become dead cells. They cannot respond. So that's why all the drugs, if you look at the label, it says they only works at early stage and they only work half a year when the year is stop working. Why? Because there's not enough cells there at the end. In fact, it can, it may, it, it can push the cells, go to apoptosis faster. Mactin works very differently. Mactin works about letting the cell rest. Okay, so when you rest, well, you bring back these receptors back so the cells can become vibrant again, become useful, become to receive more signals. Okay, so it works very differently with the traditional mechanisms. Okay, and that is why uh, there's so much interest because of the unique mechanisms, because it's a, a useful, like a brain uh, rejuvenating kind of ingredient. That's fascinating. Um, it, it's so cool. So, so, and I know in the press release that, that you guys put out recently, there, there were hints about further clinical trials and, and advancing through. I mean, what can you tell us about the future? What's in store? I mean, th this sounds so exciting for, for, you know, treatment of Alzheimer's or other neurodegenerative diseases. Um, I, uh, right. Um, uh... When I first look at the publications uh, in 2010, I was so excited. <laughs> in fact, uh, Neuron, as you know, you know, I, I worked at Caltech. I was doing my post at Caltech many years ago. So any when we were there, if you have a publication Neuron, you're a guaranteed professorship. <laughs> so Neuron was the most prestigious neurological journals. Right. So that paper, when it was published in 2010, it was the three most downloaded articles in Neuron that just showed how how much interest it generated in the research community. Mm -hmm. And there was also over a dozen of media publications on this ingredient. So it was a very uh, top science discovery uh, in many uh, scientists' view. So uh, what what happening is that uh, when in, in the after in animal studies, right, that's when you can discover the mechanisms, mm -hmm. discovers uh, how it really works. It was beautifully done. OK. And in the humans, we did a normal nutritional uh, uh, a human clinical on normal people. OK. But we as nutritional ingredients that mectin is, we are not supposed to claim for disease treatment for anything because it's not intended for, right. for it. Right. Right. 
But however, um, uh, there were there were efforts that I made uh, to use imectin uh, in the clinical trials on Alzheimer's disease and other neurological uh, diseases, and um, that has has some you know huge potential and uh, some very interesting discoveries. Um, but because of the regulation, uh, we once applied for the regulation. So the matching at current formulation, at current dosage, was really for the memory and cognition purpose. Okay. So I have two questions based on, on some of that. Um, number one, if, if, you go, if you're able to go further down the road with the clinical stuff, will that affect Magteen's status as a nutritional supplement? Is, is there danger of us losing that as like an over-the-counter thing? Uh, we would intend to separate it in terms of a different uh, format of, mm-hmm. uh, of Magteen versus a drug uh, product because drug products are done uh, normally using different forms and more effective forms. Okay, so that is the idea. Uh, and also, as you know, that uh, the drug, uh, drug development will t- normally takes a long time uh, to, to be finalized. Uh, so uh, one of the things Mectin can do versus drugs is that it can really benefit people who are at early stage of memory problems, who are like normal individual like me, who actually are through the aging process and naturally have some brain brain uh, defect. I mean, lose of some of the brain power. So, mectin are also very effective for normal people, yeah. uh, and not just the people who are at the you know very severe uh, 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 conditions of uh, disease status. So, I think that's the benefit as a mectin as a nutrition. For normal people, uh, and I, I, we are striking to separate the normal population who can benefit from the nutritional stance of mactin versus a people who are at the uh, very late stage of a, a neurodegenerative disease. They might need a different form of mactin. Well, that's that's another question I had kind of in my head as you're giving that answer. You know, you're talking about the drug form being more effective. How do you make this more effective? Uh, uh, that is something I think it's more preparatory okay. and there is a, uh, independent company that are a, a making an effort on that part of the, uh, formulation and discovery. Okay. And they're also, um, testing it in the, in a, a I mean, in the diseased, uh, conditions. And that is a totally different pathway. It's a pharmaceutical approach. Okay. And that are currently working. Okay. Um, that's not the, uh, the one that the, press release talked about going on at Stanford? Uh, it's, it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> it is. Okay. It is. So, so we'll keep our eye out for that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. When, there when are actually tremendous interest from medical communities, okay. not only on the potential role of different forms of mactin in terms of the Alzheimer's disease, but also the anxiety kind of issues like uh, people on a depression, people on the, um, uh, anxiety, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. because if you look at the uh, animal studies, because the mechanism of it are, there's common mechanisms for these kind of different uh, disease conditions. Yeah. So they were using that for different areas of the treatments. Will yeah. you elaborate on, on that for our listeners? Talk about the, 
the the similarity or the the commonalities that those disease states share? Yes, I definitely can. Okay. Um, but just uh, bear in mind that uh, mectin is not intended for any of the treatment. <laughs> I just want to go over that through the mechanistic point of view. Right, right. So um, we talked about how mectin works at the uh, neuron degenerative conditions, right? So neuron degenerative is the cells become quiescent and become to die. So when you have enough cells that uh, death of the empty of the neuron cells, you, there's no signals going on. That's why you have the problems, right? So Mectin was able to reverse those quiescent cells back to the useful levels. So we talked about that kind of mechanisms and improve the neuron uh, density, plasticity. Okay, so that is in the mechanisms of neuron degenerative uh, issues. Then we talked about uh, the anxiety. Okay, anxiety, actually, there's a publication in animals about how uh, mectin can work in the, uh, 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 the anxiety kind of uh, models. But to put it in a more under, uh, understandable way, um, what happens is that uh, the, our anxiety is coordinated by different parts of the brains. So one part is that you acquire called amygdala. That is the region you acquire the initial stress. Okay. For example, uh, when our soldiers sent to the Iraqi war, so they saw a dramatic event, the brain recognized that dramatic event. And that is important because that's how people survive. You, you have to recognize danger. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when we acquire that kind of initial stress, then other parts of the body, prefrontal cortex and, uh, 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 uh the, the, prefrontal cortex uh, and other regions of the memory, have, uh, uh, they began to process this dangerous information, okay? Mm -hmm. They're telling our brain, says, okay, so this is dangerous, but now we're in a different environment, we're safe, so we can, we can control this, okay? But the problem for some people who have this anxiety issue is that their control is not working very well. So they get messed up. They thought they're still in that dangerous condition. So they're stressed and worried, okay? So that is where the prefrontal cortex controls. And, and Mectin works on the prefrontal cortex to help to control this kind of uh, uh, the dramatic events. Okay. okay. So that is why Mectin works on the memory region, works on the prefrontal cortex region, but not works on the initial amygdala region, which acquires the anxiety. So put another way, we can acquire the anxiety event well, mm -hmm. but then Mectin helps to control the memory, control the stress management. Mm -hmm. So that is how Mectin works to help with this kind of conditions. Okay, very cool, very cool. <laughs> Are there other neurological disorders or, or neurodegenerative disorders that you guys are exploring possible solutions with? Uh, they're interested in uh, uh, Parkinson's disease. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they're interested in Parkinson's disease. They're interested in uh, ADHD uh, okay. in the children. So uh, because of the areas controlling these actions are located in similar areas. Yeah. And we have demonstrated Mectin are able to improve those areas that have been shown to play a role in these diseases. So that's why there's a lot of community contacting us yeah. to you know, try to uh, collaborate 
uh, in these areas of research. That's so cool. So yeah, can, can, is, you, can you tell us how magnesium or, or magtine has an impact on, on ADHD or, or Parkinson's? Um, uh, I, uh, I think these ones, you know, ADHD was more like the anxiety uh, okay. management, yeah. uh, those kind of uh, mechanisms. Okay. okay. And in, uh, in terms of pack Parkinson's disease, I think it's the same brain regions. Um, I, uh, it's the same brain regions that can probably making can impact mm -hmm. that can control the movement, uh, the brings the movement, uh, you know, those muscle movements are controlled by certain areas of the brains. So, magnetine can compact, uh, impact those areas and to help with the movement of those uh, muscle control okay. uh, areas. So, so, in all of these things that, that MagTech or Mag, MagTine is able to, to help with, is it, does it really just come down to the fact that it's able to cross the blood-brain barrier and actually get where it needs to be? Uh, yes, that's that's an important point. I mean, majority of the effects was the magnesium's effect. Okay, right. and magnesium is a very important mineral in our body, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's the coenzyme for you know three hundred different metabolic uh, reactions in our body. Yeah. So our brain really needs it to be functional, and majority of the compounds cannot really go uh, to the brain, and magnesium can really do it. So um, that very effectively. So I, I agree with you that uh, magnetine is the very unique in this uh, perspective. Yeah. Okay. What's next for you? What, what's what what has you excited right now? Um, what is really exciting, you know, is about the um, uh, the the ability of magnetine to work as a preventive effect. You know, to as nutrition at uh, it can benefit different populations of people, people who are healthy, but wants to be, you know, rejuvenating uh, of the brain power. And people at a problem stage will need some help to, to make their brain more effective, right? And uh, it has, uh, it, it actually has been demonstrated to be very effective for the pioneer users, okay, people like your, your customers mm -hmm. who actually went out and tried it and found to be effective. But very few, lot, majority of people do not know it yet. Right. So we expected that through your programs, through the awareness um, of, uh, of the uh, marketing and uh, uh, people's feedbacks on this product, more and more users will be able to benefit with this uh, product. So we want it to be a, a more general nutrition that can help people uh, to have a better quality of life at different stages yeah. of their, uh, of, of their, you know, um, brings, bring ages. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's, yeah. that's very cool. We we certainly love it, and and we want everybody to be taking it. So we'll do everything we can to to get the word out for you guys. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. your your support. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So, Doctor Gu, before we let you go, um, two questions. One, where can our listeners get more of you, your research, what you guys are doing? 
Uh, we have a website called Mactin.com, okay. which actually has a lot of information on this. And most importantly, uh, Mactin is a very well science supported ingredient. A majority of the of the research are published in the in the very prestigious uh, peer reviewed journals. Okay. So uh, it, those kind of uh, articles can be found uh, in those. Uh, website at least the references and people can read it by themselves if they're interested you know and so uh, you know there's a lot of um and with the uh, with a lot of feedback from consumers and themselves it will only add to the more information of this ingredient okay great now the question that we ask all of our podcast guests what are your Top three tips for our listeners to live optimal. Uh, eat well. Okay. That is very important. Uh, when we were young, we did not notice the importance of it. When we come to a certain age, uh, eating well make a huge difference uh, over five, ten years. Mm -hmm. are very different if we eat well. Eat well, eat healthy. That's number one. Okay. Exercise, of course, exercise also make a difference, mm -hmm. uh, and we all know that. Yep. And of course, the third is to choose the right nutritional supplements. Okay. A lot of people uh, talk to me and said, uh, "Dr. Gu, I I eat a lot of the supplements and I do not notice the difference." Okay. So I have to say that supplements sometimes when you do not when you are uh, you you have enough nutrition, okay? Then you do not notice the differences. However, if you do not have enough of it, that is when you are to a certain age, you do not have all the nutrients you need it. You are losing a lot of nutrients. Your uh, your absorption level is lower. Your secretion level is higher. Then you begin to lose those balance, and that is the time when you take the uh, your status, and that become a very important part of the health uh, re region. So this, that's really interesting. How can our listeners distinguish for themselves where that point is? I mean, for somebody like you, who's very uh, educated on this and very in tune with their body, you know, that may be easy for you to kind of say, oh, well, I'm low or I'm deficient in this. Yes. I need to supplement with it. Yes, uh, you're absolutely right. One of the issue challenging the nutritional industry is the knowledge, okay? Because there are so many different ingredients out there, and it's it's hard for normal consumers to know which ones to take, okay? So normally, uh, the 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 way I I I do for myself is that uh, sometimes I do not know which nutrition I'm I'm losing, you know, I am lacking, okay? One of the things that when you do the the check, you you wanted to check your nutrient levels okay so those some of the tests will tells you for example your ph level your different mineral level those kind of things that actually is beneficial so i think when in, in some point of the life when you at certain age uh, after 50s or something you we should do a test of that to kind of know our nutritional status okay and then the second thing is that if you really do not know like for example, I do take multivitamins okay, mm -hmm. at this age because I do not know which one I'm lacking. So it's more like a guarantee. Okay? Okay. And then the third part is that if I notice some areas that I need to sub to be supplemented, I do tend to take a, a, a supplement from a qualified company. 
on because those uh, those companies are like company like your company uh, actually have a lot of research. They have done their research and they looked at all the ingredients in this area. So they have picked up for me uh, in, uh, the ingredients that have these kind of. For example, the brain functions. Yeah. You have picked up ingredients that have solid science, safety needs demonstrated in these areas and put into a product. So when I take it, if I notice the benefits, most likely that's the ingredients I'm lacking. What is your filtering process? You mentioned, you know, uh, you know, certain supplement companies. Like, how do you how do you decide whether or not this is a company that you want to trust or try? Uh, you do have to look at uh, the the levels of science for me levels of science support and they know what they're talking about if they have experts behind the ingredients uh, if they have solid publications behind ingredients and those are important uh, criteria okay. for selecting the product that I use All and right. I to be the important criteria yeah. for consumers to select their criteria, uh, select their uh, ingredients and okay. their products to use. Okay. Well, we've got an expert behind one of our ingredients, and that's you. So, <laughs> so thank you for being the expert behind. I, I Mac do consider tea. myself expert on Mac tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dr. Gu, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your time and, and, and your wisdom with us, um, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you head over to OptimalPerformance.com to see the video version of this. We'll have links. We'll have um, resources. Some of the, the, the publications that we mentioned, we'll have some slides so you can see a visual on some of the things that we talked about. And if you enjoy the Optimal Performance Podcast, please think about somebody you know who will benefit from this and share it with them so that we can, as Dr. Gu said earlier, reach more people, help more people, and help more people live a better life. So uh, until next Thursday, uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. Shout out to the guys over at Natural Stacks. Start optimizing your mental and physical performance. Optimize yourself.